Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of the Divine Intuitive Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Rose, and today we have a special guest, Gabriella. Hello. So tell us your name, where you're from, and what's your niche. So my name is Gabriella Capobianco. I am from upstate New York, so a few hours north of the city. And I work with individuals who are really ready to dive deeper into their soul journey, their soul awakening. And we're doing this through um, energy work, through hypnosis, through guided meditation, through channeling, to really find the missing pieces within themselves, to find the things that they've been searching for in their physical reality that maybe that they haven't fully been able to find because it's actually within them. So it's really a mixture of a few different modalities that I have merged into one that is really working and assisting and helping you to live your life to your fullest potential. That sounds so beautiful. I like that. (laughs) So what's your story? Yeah, so I'll try to keep it as short as possible. But uh, so my journey really started when I was little. From the time I was a baby, my mom would say that I used to point to the corner of my room at like the same time every night and I'd be screaming hysterically. And she knew she was like, she was not seeing, like, it wasn't like she was hungry or whatever, like, couldn't sleep, like, she was seeing something, and it just continued to a point where I got a little older, and I was able to kind of put words to what I was seeing, um, and, but it terrified me, like, I remember being outside when I was little, playing football with my dad, and I saw a man on the roof, and I just knew he had a red hat on, and he was watching us, and I was freaked out, and I was super dramatic, and I was like, I'm never going outside again, like, there's somebody on the roof and my dad can't see him. I don't know what's happening. I was probably in like third grade. So I was like eight years old. Um, And long story short, we ended up finding out that it was my dad's dad. So my grandfather who had passed away when my dad was only like 20. I'd never really even seen many pictures of him at that point, but it was like down the description down to the red hat. My dad had given him that right before he had passed away. So it was just like this continuous, continuous journey where like loved ones would start coming through and I didn't know how to make sense of it. And honestly, it terrified me because I just knew that anytime I tried to go to sleep at night, every time I closed my eyes, I would feel all of this energy around me. It felt like people were all around me, but I couldn't see them and nobody else really understood. Luckily, my parents and my family were super supportive of me. But still, it wasn't like they really had experiences where they could be like, this is what that is. Like, it's okay, whatever. So eventually, um, I was probably a tween, early teenage, I was like 12. Um, One of my friend's moms actually connected my mother with uh, an energy healer. There was a lot of house clearings. And so she ended up becoming my first mentor and really guided me. However... (laughs) It was still something that it was really cool when I was with her and everything made so much sense. But as soon as I got home, I was terrified again. Uh, And it was this constant like back and forth where it was like super cool when it was light outside. And when I had somebody who could like guide me and tell me what was happening. But then as soon as it happened when I was alone, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not ready for this, whatever. And at the same time, I was Uh, playing at a premier level for soccer and that was the route I was on to play division one soccer and 
I mean, to flash forward a little bit, like that was like my entire life. So it was kind of like I was in between these two worlds and that was like my quote unquote normalcy. And then I had this other thing going on on the side. Deep down, I always knew that this would become something, but I had my plan, right? I was like, okay, I go to college and I wanted to be a doctor. And then maybe after, maybe when I'm like in my thirties or forties, then I'll dive in. Uh, but that wasn't the case. So when I went to go to college, I could no longer play soccer. It was the universe really guiding me, changing my roots um, because I had four knee surgeries. So the doctors told me like, can't play anymore. Like if you continue playing, you're gonna need knee replacements by the time you're 30 and we don't do that. <laughs> like wow. that's way too young. Yeah. So I was left, even though there was that part of me that was relieved because as we know, like we deep down do know what we need to be doing, but our ego minds attached to things and it's like well this is all I've ever known this is what I've worked to this has been the plan but there was that part of me that was like relieved but I didn't want to admit my to that um so I went to college totally like lack of identity I was like well everything I knew who I like how I identified myself who I was is now taken away from me and I didn't even have time really to like grieve it because it was like the spring and then that fall I was in college not even it was summer basically when I was in college so I was thrown into college just completely lost and just like super angry, super frustrated, just all of that emotion. And I decided though, I didn't want to get rid of that, I guess, athlete label, I guess you could say. So I joined the rowing team and that's really where everything did start to turn for me. Um, our coach would have us meditate every morning. And I had never meditated before, uh, but he said it was a really great way to start off our day, to start off our morning, set the intention for practice. But now um, it didn't really do much for me because it was four in the morning and we were in New Hampshire. So anyone is familiar with New Hampshire, it's very woodsy. And all I could think of was one, I was trying not to fall asleep. And two, I was, every noise I heard, I was like, oh my gosh, like a bear is going to come out of the woods at any minute and attack <laughs> us or something. Like, I don't even yeah. know. So it didn't really do much for me at the time. But a few months later, I was just probably at one of my like lowest points. It was near finals. I was so stressed. I was so overwhelmed. And I had all this emotion that I was carrying that I don't think I really realized I was just carrying and not working through. So I was reading a book and the book also recommended meditation. So I was like, okay, you know what? My coach had said it really helps with like setting up your day, but also like anxiety and stress. Maybe I'll just try it. So I tried it. And like when I was actually like taking it seriously and in a really good state because I wasn't exhausted and I wasn't alone and I could just do it on my own and it worked and it worked really well to the point where all of a sudden it was like all of my gifts really came in in a whole new way I was seeing people's loved ones in meditation because when I do meditation it's very guided it's not necessarily just like sitting with myself usually it's like I'm meeting with my guides or my team my angels or at this point loved ones from my friends and family were coming in and I, it was fun and I just went with it and I was hearing different things about my future and then those things would happen and it really just opened up the floodgates and it ended up spiraling into me starting uh, my journey or the earlier parts of my career as a medium and then through that I started to find um, really that I was seeing almost like 
I guess the bigger picture for people's lives, like that highest possible picture or outcome. And so I, my work started to shift in that way of how can I guide people to that? How can I help them to really see that for themselves, to believe that and embody it and feel worthy of it? So through that, it was really mixing in the Reiki, the energy work that I'd done, because while I was in college still, I did get like Reiki certified and all of that as well. Um, but it was mixing everything really together and really bringing me to where I am now, where I muse the energy with guiding you on your own journey is within yourself, because I truly believe that like, we all have everything we need. It's not up to a quote unquote healer or intuitive or doctor, like wherever we want to like go in society, it's not up to anybody else. It's about us taking our power back. And that's really what my work is now is helping people to take that power back, stand in their truth and shine their light to the full potential. Wow. There's so much going on there. That is <laughs> awesome. So how long did you meditate for when you were getting into it and then finding out your gifts? Um, I think I started literally with like three minutes. So I would put a timer on my phone and it was like um, a step-by-step -step that this book had given where it was like, okay, first just focus on your breath. And then it wanted you to imagine a light pouring in and down your body. And then if you got through that without any distractions, envision a gold light with every beat of your heart. And once that filled your whole body, it was usually done. But over time, I started to realize like, oh, when the three minutes was over, I felt like I could have gone longer. And then I went to five and then I went to set. Like, so I gradually went up. I don't think I ever really meditated more than 20 minutes at a time, just because I was also at that point in between classes and it was when my roommate was at lunch so I was able to kind of like be by myself for a little <laughs> while um but yeah it, eventually once that gold light had flown through the body that's when the journey started coming in and I started seeing things like the clairvoyant gifts um that I was like whoa I'm not my mind isn't like taking me there I'm going there and I don't know how and I would just allow it and that was I think the beauty of it at that point too was I didn't really know what was happening I just went with it and I trusted and I had this little like meditation notebook um and I wrote everything down and it's so funny because sometimes like usually like every six months or so I'll read through it and it's crazy the amount of things that I wrote down back then that are now transpiring um or have transpired so it was definitely a really unique or I guess you could say innocent period where things really like it's just fun to see how things flow when you're just going with it with no expectations. I love that. Wow. I'm so speechless. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So my next question is, what does energetic alignment look like to you or feel like to you? So my next question is, what does energetic alignment look like to you or feel like to you? Yeah, so I'm a big feeler. So well, there's two things actually when I'm feeling it it's just like things are just flowing and I feel really good I feel really excited and it's like the opportunities are just showing up things are just coming in and I'll use this as an example um we were looking to buy a house and we really kind of just went into it like well whatever's meant to be like it'll just happen whatever and everybody was saying like now is not a good time like 
so many people are trying to buy houses right now. Like, it's so hard. You're going to be in bidding wars with so many people. And we were just like, well, I don't know. We feel like it's time. Like, we're ready for that. And we're excited for it. So we're not going to go into it with any stress. We're just going to trust that if it's meant to be right now, it's going to happen. And sure enough, we looked at two houses and a real estate agent had said, how there was another house that was coming on the market, but it wasn't on yet. And if we wanted to look at it, we'd be the first ones before it was even on the market. And we didn't really have any expectations because we didn't know what it even really looked like. Uh, so when we got there, it was like perfect. Everything we have, like I have a vision board, everything that was on my vision board, everything we had talked about, like we really want this, we really want that. And it was in our price range and we put an offer in that day before it was on the market and they accepted it. And it was just easy. And ever since then, like, because we're still in the process of everything, like angel numbers everywhere. So that's my other sign when I'm seeing numbers everywhere. Like, I'll see sometimes repetitive numbers, but like in the last few weeks, both me and my fiance, it's like, ama it's amazing how many times you're driving and then there's a car. It's 5555, 7777, And it's all the numbers that are really about like stepping into the new chapter, opportunities coming in, the amount of cardinals there's just so many like cool synchronicities that we're seeing the deja vu all of it and that's usually a big sign for me not just like when it feels really good it feels aligned it's flowing but also when i'm seeing that the universe is literally also working for us and showing us those synchronicities letting us know like yeah you're you're on track like you're in alignment you're exactly where you need to be I love numbers. Like, <laughs> yeah. numbers are such a big sign of, okay, you know something's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, love, I love seeing the numbers. And it's just like, it's fun. Like, I got off the airplane the other day, and I'm still trying to figure out what this one meant, actually. But there was two license plates, and it was crazy because I've never seen license plates like that. And they were literally, basically, right like in the same aisle or same row, they were just on like the two opposite sides and both license plates said EEE 7777. And I've never seen that before. And I'm like, I wonder, okay, like what does EEE mean? And I tried looking it up <laughs> online, like what's the spiritual meaning of EEE? <laughs> I couldn't find anything, but I'm like, I'm so, I was like, that is the weirdest thing. They were literally like diagonal from each other and basically the same row right near our car. I was like, what does that mean? Wow. 777, I know it's a good one, <laughs> but it was so interesting. It's cool because it's kind of like just that confirmation of like, even when you're struggling, even when you're maybe uncertain, because sometimes when we are in that flow state, our ego likes to come in and try to say like, are you sure about this or whatever? So it's just, it's, they're just, it's a fun way to like, just knowing you're not alone and you're supported. Yeah, maybe like the EEE -E -E kind of like stands for like numerology numbers. Oh, maybe. I've never, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> okay. So like the number, like because the, the E has the specific number. Yeah. What, what number is it? <laughs> it's, is it? Wait, five? Five? <laughs> Probably, because it all, only goes up to nine in nine. the alphabet. Yeah. I'll have to Maybe. look into yep. that. That would be really interesting. If it is five, that it's interesting because I've been seeing the fives and the sevens. So it'd be five, 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 seven, seven, seven. So that's really interesting. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I've been stumped on that. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> awesome. So my next question is, how do you balance your business with your personal life? 
That's a really good one uh, because I didn't always. Um, I remember I went to an energy healer once and he was like, what do you like to do besides your work? Because my work was like spiritual and I really like couldn't name anything. I was like, well, I like to go to energy sessions and I like to go to yoga. And he was like, okay, those are all really great, but it's all still connected to your business and your practice. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. And it was really <laughs> hard for me at first to really find things that I really enjoyed doing that didn't have to do with work. So I went on this journey of really like finding myself in a way that was like disconnected from just that spiritual realm and existence because as you know once we really dive in it's really fun and it's really like this is where I want to be and this is what I want to be doing and this is where I want to bring my focus but we are also here on earth and we're here to live out a physical reality um so it was really like finding what I like to do physically because after soccer I was like I don't I don't know really what I like to do so it's really been me really saving that time for myself and really being like like for me I've taken off Fridays uh and I'm like I'm not I won't work on Fridays and it's really that time for me to either go to my own massage appointment or something like that or go on walks outside. I love to do like design, like um, interior design stuff. So like rearranging things in the house, just like whatever it might be going to dinner at night, really saving that time has been a like a big thing for me of really being like, okay, no, this day, even though it's a typical quote unquote, like work day, this is when I'm like, not working, I'll watch my TV show that I love or read a book and just like save that day for me. Um, but also knowing to at like night, knowing my boundaries as well, because especially having an online business, it can be challenging at times because I might want to be scrolling through my Instagram, but I don't necessarily want to be answering business DMs at 930. But then I used to find this guilt of oh, like, what if they see that I'm online and they think I'm ignoring them? And it's really just like that boundary of knowing like, nope, this is my time. I will get back to them in the morning. Or if it's the weekend, a lot of times I won't um, answer until Monday. And it's like really just having to be very, um, very just very stern with myself and really practicing that of like, no, it's okay. Like we can wait until tomorrow. We can wait until tomorrow to go over this or till Monday or whatever. So it is a lot of that of like holding myself accountable and checking with myself of like, are most people working at 10 o'clock at night? No. So why do you feel obligated to answer? Chances are they're probably sleeping as it is anyway. <laughs> so that's been a big thing has been really like, um, just really being honest with myself and really checking in with myself besides from saving days for myself. Because as you probably know, when we're doing energy work um, and working with clients, working with other people, it can be very draining. It can be very draining if you're not properly also finding time for yourself and taking care of your own energy. I totally agree with that. So my next question is, what do you think about love and what does love mean to you? Yeah, so when I think about love, it really, like, just makes me come back to our truth 
um, a lot of times I'll think about even just like little babies. So like when they're first born, it's like just that like pureness, that pure energy and everybody, like not everybody, but for the most part, I see like people just like want to be around the baby or like love on the baby. And you often want, like you just feel good because they have that pure innocent energy. And that's really what it like comes back to for me is like that innocence, that unconditional energy, because that's what we really all are. And I believe that's what we're all like journeying back to on earth. So finding that in everybody and within ourselves is extremely important. So it's really just that unconditional frequency that's reminding us that we are all perfectly imperfect. We're exactly as we should be and loving ourselves anyways, despite whatever we might say is a flaw or whatever it might be that we've been taught or told. (laughs) Beautiful. All right. So what is the one thing you do for yourself daily, weekly, or monthly? Yeah. So daily, I am like in the mornings, especially like when I get up, I have my water with lemon and then I do some sort of energetic routine for myself. So whether it's EFT tapping or meditation or a short breath work sequence, um, and then weekly, I do try to do a longer breath work series just because um, kind of like what you were saying, being super sensitive, it's very easy for me to absorb energy, not even like when I'm like working with clients, but in general, energy from friends and family or the world. So doing that is a really good practice for me to just like clear it out. Um, and then also the monthly, it's just having saving the time for my own energy session and clear like going to an energy healer or my chiropractor because she does energy mixed with chiropractic care uh so those are big things that i do like for my physical like or energetic vessel um and then weekly me and my fiance we try to go out to dinner on like thursday or friday just to kind of just have fun and just, just celebrate each other enjoy each other's presence but really like setting that time aside of like we're going to get dinner, whether it's something that is fancy or not fancy or takeout and just like save that time to kind of treat ourselves and to enjoy each other. Oh, that's nice. That's amazing. Having time for yourself is very important. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. All right. So my next question is what advice would you give to the audience that is currently listening to the podcast? so this is something I was kind of like when I before we got on the call just like tuning in was like okay what is coming through like energy wise and there's just a lot about don't be afraid to be yourself and don't be afraid to express yourself and let your light shine in whatever way that might be for you knowing you're not going to be able to please everybody and that's not why you're here you're here to pave your own path you're not here for others to follow along to you you're here to help to inspire them within themselves so knowing like yeah there's going to be people who maybe don't agree with you but knowing that that doesn't have to take away from your truth like what others say doesn't necessarily it doesn't have anything to do with you and it's safe for you to like open that heart and allow yourself to be whoever it is that you desire to be and you're called here to be because that's your purpose that's what you came here to do you came here to be the truest, most authentic version of yourself. 
That is amazing. I kind of wish I had someone like you to like <laughs> give me that kind of <laughs> advice. <laughs> it's definitely easier said than done though. Yeah. So I think that's like something we've all been like programmed is that people pleasing. And just even from being like from being a child, it's like you're taught like make sure you follow the rules. If not, you're gonna get in trouble. Listen to your parent or listen to your teacher or whoever else. And even those little things, like there's a good intention behind it, but you're not necessarily allowed to express like if you didn't want to do something. Well, why? Like we're not necessarily allowed. It's kind of like just like be quiet and listen and follow along when it's like, but we're such unique vessels that it's like there's so much more than just that like one way of being. I agree. All right. So would you mind doing a card pull for the collective? Yeah, definitely. So I am doing or using the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. And the artwork is by Danielle Noel. Uh, this is one of my favorite decks. And you know, the messages are really nice. The pictures are really pretty. So let's just see what comes through here. Okay. So we got the messenger card. So it's a really beautiful card. Oh, that's beautiful. And this is serious energy, bringing harmony and balance. So for this one is really like, I don't know, I just really feel like it's like allowing that energy, that wisdom to flow through you. Like there's so many messages that are wanting to pour through you and into the world. And this serious, the Syrian energy they're very powerful beings. They're very intelligent. They work a lot with um, technology and innovation and like that new way of being. And I feel like for a lot of you, there is a lot of that energy on um, this like new way that's coming in, new ideas, new frequencies, a new path for you. So allow that to come in, maybe work with the Syrians, uh, maybe learn a little bit more about them online. But knowing like, using that trusting what comes through for you and then utilizing what comes through in a way that will help you to find harmony and balance but in a way that feels good to you because i think we like to think of harmony and balance sometimes as like everything's perfect and there isn't anything wrong and that's just not the case it's like how can you maintain peace within yourself even when things around you maybe aren't quote unquote perfect so using that and allowing those messages to pour through you naturally and then just being aware of that, being aware of like, how can I maintain that grounding or that inner peace within myself, even when other people or the world seems a little chaotic or maybe not exactly where you want to be. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So my last question is, where can the audience find you? Yeah. So... My main place is on Instagram. So it's at soulgetters, S-O-U-L-G-E-T-T-E-R-S. Uh, and my website is the same. So soulgetters.com. And I also have a Facebook group, Ambitious Soul Getters. So those are my three main places. I'm on Instagram usually every day. Uh, and then everything, like all my services, all that is on my website. Perfect. All right. Go check her out. She is amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. It was a lot of fun.